0: All right, guys, today on Thriller Podcast, I am joined by two friends of the pod who are huge Jack Carr, James Reese, and Terminalist Junkies. Thanks for joining us, Abraham and Kevin.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you.
0: Good to be here. Yes, so I want each of you to introduce yourself, and we've got a lot of good things coming up, including a major giveaway that Abraham and Kevin are running on social media. So, if we could just start with you, Abraham, also known as RD4895 on Twitter. You can find him at RD4895. You launched the Terminal Vengeance YouTube channel. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so, as I've followed Marvel channels because I like the movies. And it's pretty big with fans doing breakdowns and they find cool Easter eggs from the comics. So I started it whenever the first photo is released and uh it's bigger when the teaser is released obviously, to find all the Easter eggs and uh like the hidden things that Jack put in and just like he does for the books, he puts his friend stuff in there, so I that's always fun.
0: Yeah and you have a couple of I saw a 15 minute breakdown of you going scene by scene through the teaser trailer it's only a 2 minute teaser trailer but you found enough goodies in there and one of my favorite things you did on on the channel is you explain which scenes you think it is from the book even though we know and Jack has said the TV show will come out very different than the book it's still the story he approves and the universe he created but it's very different yet i like how you're able to find the connections. Do you like the books as well?
2: Oh yeah. I'm a huge fan of the books. I, I found the books after Savage Son and I got the first one and I just, I just loved that and I was hooked. And then, yeah, I've just read all the other ones.
0: When I reached out to you and asked you, Hey, who are you? How'd you start the YouTube channel? And you told me you're in high school. So that's awesome. Congrats on launching this project at such a young age. And you said you just devour seal books. You're reading everything you can about the seals. Yes, that sir. reminds me a little bit of someone uh, who we know. Jack would say he grew up just eating up and devouring every little detail he could find about the seals in media, in books, and magazines. Have you been doing that for a while?
2: Yes, sir. I Probably three years, every book I could find.
0: And you said now you're into Vince Flynn, Brad Thor. How did you first start reading these fiction military thrillers? And and who's one of your favorite authors out there besides Jack Carr?
2: Yeah, so I didn't really read any fiction till I found Jack Carr's books just because I didn't want to mix fake stuff with real stuff in like history. But after reading Jack Carr's books, I was fine with that so I started Brad Thor's books and then Vince Flynn but I'm not sure which one I like better I, I'd i say they're can't really pick one because they're, they're just so good that they're just two whole separate they're on their own level
0: they're the masters and like you said combining the real and the, the fictional they do it so great and Jack Carr obviously with his experience is a master at that So that's Abraham, but we are also joined by Kevin, and Kevin, you are a longtime supporter of Mitrap Pod, Scott Harvath Pod, The Thriller Pod, you're even a patron, so thanks for what you do, you are the reason we could keep this podcast going, and I want you on today to talk a little bit more about your social media game, and specifically some giveaways that you have coming up, tell us about yourself.
1: Well, so I'm a... You know, I used to travel the world and I was always on airplanes and reading books that I just picked up at the airport, you know, and found Vince Flynn there and and just fell in love and, you know, started reading every one of them and followed all that. And then, you know, COVID happened and I stopped traveling and I stopped reading a lot. About a year ago, maybe yeah, about a year ago, I'm like, I got to get back into reading. And that was the same time uh, Enemy at the Gates was coming out. I saw the uh the arc and uh Mitch Rapp ambassador so I'm like oh let me sign yeah. up for that. Yeah. I gave the story about how you know I'm traveling in the world reading Vince Flynn books and experiencing things that uh Mitch Rapp is is doing and so they they selected me and and that just got me started. So I I got on Twitter. I was on Twitter for work and you know doing that but then I got on Twitter and one of the first things I found was you guys. And then just started listening to, uh, to you guys. And I have not been to a bookstore since I found you guys because I just have so many books that I got from you and now from all the Twitter friends and everything. And the arcs that I have gotten are, it's, it's just great. Uh, so I love reviewing and I love to share too. So I started doing some of these giveaways. Vince Flynn day came up. I did a, uh, the, the giveaways for that. I went out and bought every Vince, like eh, maybe half of the Vince Flynn books and just, you know, gave them away to people on Twitter. I made Vince Flynn day cards and uh, I think you guys got one. Yes. Thank you. So, you know, it was just great. And then I started, you know, giving away other things and Abraham won a couple of mine from the, uh, Chris Hottie series. That's a, I'm a big fan of that. You know, my Twitter handle is uh, you know, at KBozarth1, which is my name. And I always just had Kevin B. But Chris Hottie started calling me Mr. Chill, so I added <laughs> Kevin B. Chill to it. Kevin B. Um, Chill. Yep. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Look, you know. Um, but then I I started with the Jack Carr and I, you know, saw, started seeing Abraham message and comment and watched in his YouTube. So I reached out to him after he won one of the uh, Jack Carr books that I gave away. And I said, let's, let's do a, another one. And so we started doing this and, you know, so we're going to do a big giveaway or actually three giveaways um, leading up and past the premiere of the, uh, the Terminalist on Amazon prime.
0: Yeah, can you walk us through those so the audience uh, knows a little bit about the timeline of what you're giving away and, and when and how they can uh, how they can enter?
1: Yeah, so we're gonna do uh, you know Twitter when you're on Twitter and you retweet, that's an entry into uh, into the, the giveaway. Uh, also, watching the giveaway video that Abraham's gonna put together on Terminal Vengeance uh commenting liking and commenting on there is going to get you. So you have at least three ways to enter into the uh into the giveaway. Our last giveaway with what we did, we we had 50 entries into it. Wow, okay. So we're going to start the first one is going to start on uh June 14th and go for 7 days, so we'll pick our winner on uh June 21st, terminal is Tuesday. And the first giveaway is going to be the poster of the Terminalist on Amazon Prime. So David, the bus, uh, Atriod bus gave us the uh, graphic for that. And we had a printed out poster size. We just got the Pratt edition of the Terminalist hard covered. We're going to give that away. Yeah, yeah, that looks awesome. And then, you know, we got to support Jack Carr. So we're going to give a $25 gift card to uh, the Jack Carr website. Got to get one of those hats. Yeah, exactly. I got the hat, I got the, the uh the mug. The mug, uh, I got yeah. the Tomahawk shirts. So and then our second giveaway is gonna roll right into there. So uh June twenty second to the twenty eighth, we're gonna have a paperback of the uh the terminalist, and we got uh Jack Carr's a revenge blend of the Black Rifle Coffee, and you gotta drink that in something. So we got the uh, No Limits Thriller Podcast coffee mug. Hey, there we go. Okay. Yep. I
0: haven't seen one of those in the flesh. I haven't seen oh, yeah. that one Here printed up
1: yet. It looks good. Yep. And then uh, we're also going to throw in a poster in that giveaway. So,
0: And that's June 22nd to the
1: 28th. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then after that is our third and final giveaway. And this is going to last a while because we want to get the people that just learned about Jack Carr from the, uh, Terminalist on Amazon Prime. So that's going to be June 29th to July 12th. So it's a lot of time so we can get the people that are slowly seeing the, uh, the Terminalist. And that's going to be big because we want them to now read this series. So we got from Atria Bus, uh, you know, David there gave us the five hardcover books. Um nice. and then we got the poster, we got another twenty five dollar gift card, uh, we got the Jack Carr Revenge blend, which I haven't tried yet. I've so I'm I'm uh, when I ordered it I got uh I got some for myself, so uh, I'll let you know tomorrow. Nice. because uh, that's delivering tomorrow. And then the Black the, Rifle uh,
0: Coffee. You gotta do black rifle.
1: Yeah. And then the Never Tell Me the Odds Rambler, which is what I you drink my coffee out of.
0: Very so, nice.
1: Um, yeah, so we want to get everybody interested in this.
0: That's great. We're going to post on our socials, and I'm sure both of you guys will, a little summary, a graphic with those dates for the giveaway. And I love to hear, Abraham, that on the YouTube channel, if people subscribe and comment to some of your videos, they'll get an entry. You must be excited. You, you're going to have a busy couple of days once the official trailer drops. I think we're getting, what, a four or five minute, uh, or at least a couple minute long trailer, I think this week. Have you seen Jack teasing that? Yes, I have. You know, he teases it like five days before, so
2: I kind of look back at all of the messages before the tweets to see when they will, and there was on someone's reply to one of the Terminalist Twitter pages tweets that said that uh, they'll be giving a hint around this 19th i think and the Terminalist* will be at a film festival festival in a monaco or something so i think they'll play it there first
0: ah that is some smart investigative work that actually reminds me of chris and i on the first season the mitch rap podcast we devour every little detail about the next mitch rap book we'd bug kyle mill socials we'd Follow every little drop and hint just to know when the next Mitch Wrap event was going to be. So that's awesome. You're you're doing that for Jack Carr here on the again. We'll repeat the Terminal Vengeance YouTube channel. Really easy to find. Just search up Terminal Vengeance, and l- we're looking forward to that trailer. There's a lot to come. All that you guys are posting this giveaway, but I also wanted to dig in here and get your thoughts on a few things. We already had the teaser trailer. And Abraham, we know you covered it. You have a breakdown every little scene. What do you guys think watching that teaser? Did it give you enough? Did it give you too much? Are you seeing some similarities between the book and the TV show? One thing that stuck out to me is I think it's going to be a lot more psychological. I think there's going to be a lot around memory loss and what's going on with Reese's brain, where obviously that was a big part of the book, but I, th- I think they're going to play that up even more. Have you gotten that sense?
1: I'll say, yeah, I, I, I see that uh, on some of the things and I think they're expanding a lot of the shorter things in the book that had to deal with that. And, you know, I'm looking forward to that because it's not just about, you know, they, they kind of go into the drug a lot more, I think, and that's well, what, what right. we got in that preview, but Abraham di- dives into that quite a bit more. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, it looks like they'll cover that a lot more because they've like seven hours to do this rather than short pages and it's people talking. So, yeah, it looks like it'll be a lot more.
0: Yeah, there was this quote where Katie, Katie Buranek, in the teaser says, headaches, paranoia, memory confusion. And Reese shoots back, well, I'm not crazy. And she says, you're going to need someone to help prove it. Where in the book, Katie Buranek, the journalist, is a bit more uncovering who's behind the scheme, and she's trying to put together the players, like who is Steve Horn and who are the Hartleys and how's the corruption going down. It seems here she's going to assist Reese on the investigative sense of the science or the psychology or the therapy and try to help rejog his memory and make connections with him or in his brain as opposed to making connections on the, the paper trail. You know how the Secretary of Defense is involved, and how the bankers are involved. I feel like she played that role in the book. She might have a slightly different role here. So,
1: I think they're like like Jack said is there. It's a little bit different than the book. Um, yeah. and the later books, that relationship is forming. I think we'll probably see that relationship form more in the uh, in the first series, um, in the video, and I think that's you know it makes for better TV a little bit because of, because of the romance and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see that.
0: And there's another line in that teaser and I don't know who said it, but it was, I can't let you keep doing this. It might've been Taylor Kish who's playing Ben Edwards. I'm wondering if he's saying that to Reese is somebody or one of his allies going to actually think he's maybe going too far. Or is he saying it to someone else? That line, I can't let you keep doing this. I was trying to figure out why they put it in. Do you have any theories on that?
2: Yeah. So in the teaser, it showed an FBI special agent. So it could have been him, or like you said, maybe it could have been Ben. And in the the recent ten minute, I mean ten second, uh, teaser on Twitter, he said like he had no obligation and it kind of seemed like it was in the same tone as that. So that would be interesting.
0: Yeah. You know, another scene, I was really excited when we saw that car flip over and a, and a sniper barrel pop out. I'm wondering if that's the opening scene, the Wyoming shot, but then I was thinking some of the details are off and you, Abraham pointed out, it's a different car. Than the one that Boykin is driving in the book. So maybe it was a tease for some of us geeks and nerds. Or maybe it's a, a feint. Maybe they're trying to throw us off. You think we'll see that uh, that scene? The banker getting shot in the car in Wyoming?
2: Yeah. It's it's an interesting uh, difference. And I know Jack before said that he didn't want everyone just to be picking apart all the details. But that's what I'm going to do. It's just not negative.
0: <laughs> exactly. I think we'll we'll enjoy the show, right, for what it is, and we're going to absolutely love it. But that that nerdy part of me and you and all of us hardcore fans, we're going to have a critical eye at the same time. So we're going to be critical, but not to be negative, but just to dig in deeper, because I think that these works of art really deserve that kind of attention. So, yeah, I love it.
1: And I, I think they're, you know, I anticipated it being done well. There's uh, other ones that have not been done well. There's uh, some that have been done really well. Uh, I expect this to be done really well, especially with uh, Jack Carr being so involved. Yes. And I'm looking forward to that.
0: Great move by Amazon. I think it's really going to change the game of film and movie adaptations for books when you respect the author, when you welcome them into the fold. Because Hollywood is sometimes so quick to buy the stories, buy the characters, buy the names. And then tell their own story, right? Do their own thing. Yeah. And I really think this is going to be a game changer of how you get it right. And, and you know, I think the Gray Man, Mark Rainey's Gray Man movie with Netflix, they have an opportunity. So if we get Netflix and Amazon to pull this off, and they already have with the Reacher series, I, I really think this is going to open up a whole future for thrillers to screen adaptations.
1: Agreed. I'm looking forward to this this trend. So...
0: All right, let me ask you guys quickly about casting. I'm, I'm curious. Tell me about your thoughts on Chris Pratt for James Reese, even uh, Constance Wu as Katie. And I hear it's a real seal playing Boozer, who I was interested in. Boozer's got seven episodes on his IMDb page, which is interesting because Boozer plays a very small role on page, a big role in Reese's life, but a small role on page. And this guy, who I think is a real seal, has seven episodes. So I thought that was kind of cool. He's going to be like a a sidekick, I'm sure, in a lot of the action. Maybe. What do you think about the casting?
2: Yeah i I like most of the casting. Like, I think Chris Pratt is fine. I don't really know what I imagined. It was someone maybe a little bit rougher than him, but he's good. Constance Wu's Katie Burnick isn't really exact. Isn't what I imagined her like, but. I think we'll grow to like her in the series. A lot of other people were cast really well though.
1: Yeah. Constant Wu, you know, that, that casting, I didn't, that wasn't what I pictured in my head, but after seeing a couple of the teasers, it quickly changed my thoughts. So it's not like somebody totally different. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the way it should. You're, you're never going to get this, the exact person, that you have in your head but uh you know trying to find that person close is the key,
0: right you basically just need an investigative journalist who's competent and loyal Uh, besides all the physical characteristics that jack wrote in the book there's absolutely no reason you need to copy that one-to-one yeah on on screen i mean the only thing you have to copy is a faithful loyal dedicated friend who's going to do her job extraordinarily well and you know That's in Constance's uh, wheelhouse. So, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. definitely. Lauren and Lucy are slated for five episodes, according to IMDb. Are there going to be a lot of flashbacks? Yeah,
1: there's got to be. That's, you know, when I saw that, I I knew that that was that was going to be there. And that's what I think uh, Boozer might be, too. I'm wondering if that's going to be a lot of flashbacks into, you know, as as his memory comes back and stuff like that, as he's doing this, you know, what, however, that's it's flashing that we see. I'm thinking that that might be how that happens, but I, I don't know. You know, that's that's what the excitement is,
0: right? Gene Triplehorn as Secretary Hartley, I think, is going to nail that role. It might not be much of her, but I think she can bring that presence and that political edge the inside the Beltway, kind of uh, hardball. So I think we're going to get a lot of hardball from her.
1: Yeah.
0: Agreed. All right, one other topic, let me run by you. We have five of the episode titles. We start off with The Engram, season one, uh, episode one. And I had to look up what that is, an E-N-G-R-A-M. And it turns out it's a science term about memory. So that definitely plays into our common belief that memory and the brain and this drug and the psychological aspect going on with Chris Pratt's going to be huge. According to Science Direct, it says, quote, the Engram is a hypothetical construct used to represent the physical processes and changes that constitute memory in the brain. The search for the Engram is the attempt to locate and identify that memory. Are you guys happy that's going to be episode one, something uh, around the memory loss stuff?
2: It kind of makes, from what they should have shown, it kind of makes me think that they will start in like somewhere in the middle but kind of work back in flashbacks and then Mm. make progress.
0: Right. There's that scene of Reese undergoing some sort of operation. I think in one of the teasers, he says, are you ready now? Or let me see. Oh, almost ready to begin James. And he says, copy as he's laying down on under like a, um, like either cat scan or a uh,
1: MRI scanner.
0: So will that be the first episode? Will that come later? Will it be a flashback? Who knows?
1: I don't know, but then it looks like another scene has the uh, that location is now trashed, uh, mm. so I'm wondering how that's going to work out. Oh, that's a deep cut.
0: Okay. The medical yeah. facility. Interesting. Yeah. Right, and so, then the other episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Go ahead. No, no, please. Yeah.
0: I was just going to say the other episodes are encoding, consolidation, detachment, and disruption. It looks like we're getting these one word descriptions of what I guess maybe what Reese is going through or maybe thinking about the team in the unit like these words almost describe a team like a team of operators consolidation detachment disruption almost like we're in the field did you pick up on that
1: I I didn't uh you know I I I was actually trying to kind of put those words into the story you know that the chapters basically in the book and, and figure out where they could where they could go but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, couldn't figure that out. So that's where uh, you know, because like we said about going backwards. So in the books, we don't really get into the the drug until about you know halfway through. That's true. And and when we're talking about the memory in the first part, in the fir- first episode, then you know, are we starting in the middle and and working our way back? You know. With the, with the medical scenes, are we actually going to, is this going to trigger, like if he goes into the MRI, is it going to trigger memory? Mm. And then all of a sudden now we're seeing flashbacks into that, you know, what happened or even before. They could just throw in some scenes that weren't in the book, that were before, just to build up the the team. That's uh, right. So he could, you know, show his devastation in the loss of his team by showing how close his team w- was before.
0: That's an important point because what comes through so strongly in the book is Reese's leadership and how he's really, he's pr- pretty much adored by the guys under him who serve under him. He's, he's really revered and well respected as a competent leader and a student of war. That, you know, in his house, I think at one point they described like bookshelves. I wonder how they're going to get us to buy Reese as a leader and the team's guy and well-respected, revered personality. They're going to have to give us a lot of backstory, a lot of his history. They're going to have to prove his bona fides, you know, like right up front. Where on the page, Jack does that masterfully with the little details of how people react when around him and how close his friendships are. I wonder how they're going to work that in on the screen. And, And I'm sure the actors will pull it off, make you really believe it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when he goes in the book, when he goes in to uh, pick up some weapons and stuff like that, he's just you know he's he's whatever you need and and there. But in in video, when you watch it, guy walks in. You know, you really have to show how this guy is, you know, a superhero type thing that can get what he needs, um, and and people are you know uh, praise him and stuff. So, yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be good to see that.
0: Abraham, one thing I wanted to ask you, what do you think about the episode titles? Encoding, consolidation, detachment, disruption. Those get you excited when you first heard?
2: Oh, yeah, I think they had like three before and then they slowly added the other ones. But it's better. It's definitely better than just having episode one and episode two.
0: Right. To wrap it up, this has been so great talking with you guys. I really hope once the show is out, we can bring you both back on, maybe towards the end of of the series and get your thoughts on it after you got to devour it. But before I let you go, I have some rapid fire questions for you. You don't have to think too much. Just whatever comes to mind. Abraham comes first. We'll go alphabetical A and then K. So, Abraham, you get the first answer and then we'll shoot it over to Kevin. And I got to start with this one. Condiments or no condiments? you doing the ketchup, the mayo, the mustard, condiments. I know
2: Reese doesn't like mayo, but I'm fine with it.
1: <laughs> if I'm if I'm with Reese, I will I will have my sandwich without uh mayo, but uh you know, if I'm making my sandwich it's with mayo. Uh and uh, yeah, condiments. <laughs> I it made
0: me wonder, does barbecue sauce count? Cuz I could see Reese crushing some ribs, you know, feel like he'd lather it in sauce, but he's not a condiments guy, so I've always wondered that yeah
1: that's a good point
0: all right how do you take your coffee abraham do you even drink coffee
2: <laughs> i don't drink it much but when i do i like it with some honey <laughs> yeah
1: so uh before i started reading uh jack Carr, it was uh it was black uh coffee but uh you know started read read that and honey i was like what is honey and uh so now i'm uh i'm honey with a little bit of cream oh you've been influenced i have i have i really enjoyed it uh you know i used to do some honey just to uh help with the allergies so this way it's uh it's it's good so
0: all right favorite chris pratt role we got andy dwyer parks and rec owen grady jurassic park we've got star lord peter quill guardians which takes the top spot for me it's star
2: lord I like all of his <laughs> roles because he's just a really great actor.
1: Man, you that, that's that's the hardest question. Um <laughs> uh I'm going to say uh in Jurassic Park. You know, I thought I thought he really did well in there and um really showed a lot of caring when it was a uh action film and you know, he he showed another side where he really worked with those uh animals. Dinosaurs, whatever we call them. So, uh, yeah.
0: To round it out, I'll go with Parks and Rec. Just It's the underdog, <laughs> yet it's so subtle. Some of his things, being that funny, goofy guy, are so subtle. When he's very in-your-face in the other two roles. Yeah. I, I thought it was really cool watching him play this like sidekick background role in Parks and Rec. But to your point, Abe, yeah, it's going to be interesting. When I first heard Chris Pratt, I was like, love the dude. Awesome guy. Supporter of military issues but he's a goofball you know. and James Reese is not a goofball. So I think he definitely hardens up for this role and he's going to, he's going to nail it. But my first reaction was like, Oh, interesting. I always thought he was that funny, goofy star Lord kind of guy, but man that he could switch it and turn on James Reese is going to be impressive. All right. Favorite book in the series might be a tough one. I don't know.
2: Well, he can't like, the Terminalist, because it's a great origin story, but I also really love Savage Sun. and I know that was Jack's favorite to write. So it's it's between those two.
1: I, uh, I I agree with with both of them. It is a toss up, but I'm also gonna throw uh, in the Blood in there because that was a different book, you know, and and to write a book that was different than the other ones, but still have that same energy and stuff. And the history that was put in there, you know, it was it was an action history uh, book. And then a little sci-fi. And uh, I just have to say, good day, Alice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Feel free to skip this one if nothing's coming to mind, but do you have a favorite Reese kill? Mm, let's see.
2: The... The one where he kills Captain Howard is pretty brutal. I think that one's probably my
1: favorite. Uh, mine's the banker right in the beginning with the uh, the sniper rifle. Uh, you know, I've I've done some long range shooting, you know, nowhere near what they are, but uh, I I just love that. You know that that book could have been horrible, and I would have loved the book from that f- opening page.
0: Iconic. That was an iconic one. Yep. I think because of its creativity, I I keep going back to the Imam one in Terminalist because he has that hollowed out computer from like the 90s. So it had a thick hard drive that he could pull out and he slips the tomahawk inside the computer's guts. For some reason, I keep going back to that one. Well, guys, this was fantastic. It was great having two Jack Carr and James Reese fellow geeks on the pod with me. And there's much more to come on the podcast and from your guys' accounts. That's Terminal Vengeance on YouTube. And we'll post your guys' Twitter handles uh, so people can find you there. And also the giveaway. We'll be posting the dates, one starting in just the next few days from when you're hearing this. So go ahead, comment, like, subscribe on everything on this podcast, all these guys' posts on the Terminal Vengeance YouTube channel. Be glad that you did. And also, I got to say one other thing, Kevin, you've been helping us with is our Operation Paperback Initiative. So I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For anyone who doesn't know, the Mitrap, Scott Harvath, and Thriller Podcast has sent over 1,000 books, most of them thrillers, to military families and currently serving active duty troops. And a big part of that, 500, I think, were sent by Kevin so thank you for supporting that effort. Check out Operation Paperback. Thanks, Kevin, for your support of that initiative. Yeah, so
1: I actually just got a letter from a, a VA hospital thanking us for the donation. And I have my my kids helping me pack them up and looking up the genres. Uh, I have a local um, bookstore, the used bookstore that donates. Uh, so yeah, um, I'll make my way over there and get some more books. And I usually go and buy about 25 and she gives me another 100 so uh oh that's awesome i love to hear
0: that that's just an example and plus your guys partnership to do these giveaways how social media and particularly the thriller verse social media can be a force for good bringing people together around a shared interest a badass interest that we can all talk about all enjoy and consume this media together so thank you guys for joining me keep doing what you're doing Can't wait for the next video on Terminal Vengeance YouTube channel.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank Thank you. you.